Welcome to Growth Season. I'm your host, Susan Cromwell, and friends, we're going to pull back the curtain on the growth process. Why am I talking to you about it? Well, you're going to find out. I'll tell you my journey from broken to thriving. It's almost unbelievable. Guys, we're going to dig into our guest stories, provide encouragement, tangible tips, and well, I'm going to have some fun kicking shame right in the teeth. Let's lay hold of that best life. Step out and step into our growth season. growth season family. I just wanted to take this time that we have together and talk about something that seems to get a lot of response every time I talk about it on social media. If you aren't following me, maybe now would be a great time uh, if you feel like it. If not, we're cool with that. So it's at season underscore Cromwell on Instagram. That'll link you pretty much everywhere you need to go, including this podcast on all of the platforms. But I post this one picture on Instagram, and it's actually from the Gottman Institute. If you're not familiar with them, they have a lot of good things to say about mental health, uh, boundaries, and it's just an excellent resource. If you're looking for something like that, you can find them on Facebook or Instagram anywhere. But the post says, if I said no to you, or if I told you no, and you get angry, it does not mean I should have said yes. This concept, either I get two reactions, just bewildered. People don't understand how this could possibly be true. And uh, for those of us who are recovering uh, people pleasers, this phrase brings such a sense of freedom. And you know, guys, when I post about it, every time I get so many comments or likes or hearts or shares, just folks love the idea of this, um, or it's compelling to them at least, at the very least. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about this idea of no and Just a little further than that, this is something you've probably seen me hashtag before. I love to talk about it. No is love. Believe it or not, there are entire groups of people, I know this because I have been one of them, where when you tell them no, uh, they are terrified. They're terrified that you hate them or that you don't love them or that when you are not helping them to feel better, then it's like you're stripping them bare. There are a lot of scenarios where people react to the word no in strange ways. Now, I wouldn't say that it's not normal for people to react this way because it has become the norm, but it's strange compared with healthy boundaries. And uh, if you ever want to understand just an accurate picture of what I'm talking about, think about a toddler when they are so upset with you because you won't let them run five feet in the other direction because it's towards a busy road or 10 feet. Personally, uh, five feet's a little too close. So 10 feet in one direction 
towards a busy road and they are distraught. They can't see the bigger picture. They don't understand that what they're running straight towards is danger. So um, this is one way where no is love a thousand percent. And I think that and this is especially in faith communities where when we aren't automatic to help somebody, where we aren't automatic to financially give, where we're not um, instant in turning around and giving positive emotion, positive feedback, or something that makes everyone feel cozy, then we're not being loving. That that's not Christian somehow, or that's not appropriate to the faith community that you happen to be in. And I think it's the biggest lie. When we're children, there are times when our parents have had to tell us no, when we didn't understand why. And I feel like for those of us who are breathing, that's you and that's me, uh, we're all dealing with something. So um, there's always something that we're not quite aware of. And I know that this is really hard for people to admit to themselves, but it's actually the first stage of growth. Um, I would call it the fall um, or autumn time um, in our understanding or our processes in the growth stage, because although some things are beginning to wane, we're not quite there in the midst of winter. Um, Others might call it unconscious incompetence. At this point, we don't know what we don't know. We're not sure um, what's in the ground necessarily. We're not exactly sure what's bearing fruit. We're in a time of year or a time of growth season where we're not always seeing everything that's been planted and everything that's fruit bearing. We just don't know. We're kind of in a pumpkin latte, uh, knee-high boots kind of stage where everything is cozy and comfortable. We know we're headed towards winter, but we don't exactly know when it's going to come. And that next stage is when we become aware. Sometimes we can become aware of ourselves because of the reactions. So imagine someone telling you no and you don't agree um, that that lovely little reaction we get is what I would like to call the bad fruit. So when it comes up and it's ugly, we're like, oh, why does no bother me? Why does no feel so unloving? Why is it that I have a problem when someone else is establishing a boundary with me? Why am I reacting this way? Those are the healthy questions, not Why don't you love me? I hate you. How can you tell me no? (laughs) All the crazy jazz that happens. Am I the only one? No, I know that I'm not, you guys. So here's the thing. No is love. I know that uh, you'd get ready for ADD town, guys, because, well, this is my brain. So, um, you know, happy day. Have have fun with me here. I'm going to tell you a story about my mom and my dad. When I got sober, um, I had been sober for a little while and under a year, I would say. And I was looking for an apartment and um, I had chosen one that was a little outside of my price range and my parents knew it. Um, And they were there for me. They want to help me, but they're not going to help me into a situation where I'm not being wise and they're not going to give me their money to do it. So when I asked them for help to get into this apartment, they told me no. I lost it. I was so angry because I was so hopeful to get out and to have my own place finally and to feel like I had been making some progress in my sobriety. But when they told me no, 
you would have thought they'd cut my left arm off. I was so angry and so unable to handle my feelings um, and to not react to them. And this, this no felt like they were the rudest, the meanest people in the world. So I'm angry, right? I go over to a friend. That's one no for that day. I go over to a friend's house where there's some other friends there. Brian Reed, I love you. But I sat down at his computer and began to spout why I was so angry with my parents. And like a petulant child, I was still very much in my emotions um, coming into sobriety, um, which is expected and understandable. So here's the thing. Listen to me, friends. My feelings were understandable, especially the stage in life that I was in, but it did not make them, oh, how do I say this? I don't want to say your feelings aren't okay. It it didn't make them the truth. Okay? It's still okay, even when you understand another person and why they might feel a certain way, it's still okay to say no to bad behavior. So Brian is seeing me, he sees I'm upset, he's talking to me, he's being understanding and kind, and I start cussing and yelling, and I'm so angry. He pulls me aside after, and he, I know he loves me. I know that he's there for me because he and our group of friends had been there for me through my sobriety, but he looked me in my face and said, Season, that is not okay. Do not ever come over here and do that again. I was so embarrassed. But you guys, people have got to be able to tell us no. And listen to me. Thank goodness for his boundaries. Whether I felt he was able to say no or not, thank goodness for my parents' boundaries. Whether I thought they should have said no or not, they did. And let me tell you something. There are parts of our personalities and our attitudes and our reactions to the word no that are never going to be shifted or shaped in a healthier way until we run up against something hard. My mom and dad love me and they told me no, no matter how angry I got. Brian, my friends, love me. I've never been more of, more certain of anything in my life. That group of friends is solid. But he told me no right to my face. It didn't matter how I responded to it. It was important that Brian said no because it was bad behavior and he and his boundaries were not going to tolerate it. No is love, friends. Not only was Brian loving himself or my parents choosing a wise choice, but they were loving me and seeing me and saying, I love you enough to not let you act that way. I love you enough to be honest with you about what you're doing in my presence and the boundaries that I have. No, Brian could have just never talked to me again. He could have withdrawn and not loved me and and just pulled away. But that's not love. That's withholding. No is love. Am I making sense here, friends? It's another story. I have been sober over a decade now. And like I said before, it's not my entire story, but it plays a lot of, uh, uh, it plays a a big part in my life. Um, So I've been sober for over a decade. Our son is approaching four years old at this time. And um, we 
had a very hard time getting pregnant, an incredibly hard time. Now, there are those who have had a harder time. So this is not a comparative situation. It's just was very hard for me. Now, if you guys are hearing me, you know that I've had a hard time in the past with my capacity to handle things and not be highly reactive. So these first stages, we went, we're going through IVF. We did IUI and IVF. Um, if you want to know more about our fertility journey, uh, there's a video on YouTube that I've made at Season Cromwell. But for now, what I'll say is that we had our son. It was difficult. He is a miracle. We wanted a sibling. We want a, a second child. We wanted more little feet running around the house. And this was um, very difficult because we were going to do IVF again. And we had um, some frozen embryos. Um, and now if you have opinions about IVF or frozen embryos or whatever, I'd suggest that you probably, this is my no, please keep them to yourself. Um, but for our story, for our choices, that's what we were going through. And we had a few embryos left. We had five. And we wanted to be faithful to um, what we believe um, we had been given the gift of five embryos. So we went through the process and went through the process. We got pregnant and we had a miscarriage. And then we tried again. This was our final embryo. We got pregnant. The numbers were amazing. I thought, surely God, surely you would not do this twice in a row. And my numbers are so good. Well, um, we had another miscarriage. It's incredibly painful. Everyone handles it differently, so I'm not going to try to tell anybody else how to feel, but I'll tell you how I felt. Dejected, angry, and sad. But at the same time, I understood finally in my life that the no that I believed I was receiving from God was not cruel, but loving. And that was my hope during that time. Finally, I understood that no was love. And please hear me, friends. I'm not saying that that no felt good. But this isn't about my feelings. It's about me choosing to believe the truth. And I believe that life hands you things that the universe, but what I would attribute to God and Jesus, when it's no, there's always a better yes. So this is what I hang my hat on when it comes to no is love, because it means yes in another way. No isn't actually no, it's just no right in front of me. There are a thousand yeses that are happening around me. So no, maybe you did not get to walk across the stage at graduation this year because of quarantine. No, maybe you did not get to have that relationship. No, maybe your mom or your dad didn't love you back the way that you had always hoped that they would. But friends, there is a yes if you'll turn around. So many times in my life I've had to, instead of chasing friendships that weren't working, stop and say, okay, where are the friendships that I have Help me to invest in those that know helped me 
to grow. The no helps you to stop. The no helps you to rely in some cases, for those of you who are in faith communities, on God instead of people solving your problems. And don't get me wrong. I believe that we're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, okay? But his ways are higher than our ways, and he is sovereign, okay? This is what I believe. You can draw whatever truth you'd like from it, but there is truth in it. I believe that there is a sovereign ruler that is running the show and has higher wisdom than we do. So when he says to say no, or how about this? When he hasn't told us to act, we're going to have to say no to somebody. What if we're not saying no because we want to be the nice guy? What if we want to be the rescuer? What if we're saying yes because we want to be their savior? Friends and family of growth season, I am here to tell you, you can do more damage saying yes to somebody than saying no. The wounds of a friend are faithful, the Bible says. Do you think that it's mean to say no? No, I don't. Other people might think that you're mean for saying it, but it doesn't mean that you are. Do you have a child that's participating in drugs and they're in your house and you need to say no to them to protect the other children in your home? Do you have a friend who wants to come over during quarantine because they desperately need you and you don't want to be mean, but you really want to say no? What is your no? Is there a no that you need to say to somebody else? Is there a commitment that you need to stop participating in? You guys, our no enables yes in the right place. What if your your ability to say no begins to extend to yourself in your life and you start to build disciplines? You say no to the snooze button. What if you start saying no to a particular food group that you know does not make you feel your best? What if you can expand this idea of loving somebody enough to tell them no, and that person is you? No is love. No can be loving. Just because when I say no to you and you get angry, it does not mean I should have said yes. Even if we make a mistake and say no at the wrong time, guys, trust yourselves. Practice it. For those who are recovering people pleasers and who are drawing out healthy boundaries for the first time in their lives, we're not going to do it right all the time. But that's okay because that's part of the growth season, friends. Being okay with making a mistake, but knowing that in that mistake... Maybe you do say no at the wrong time and you should have said yes. You're covered, guys, because you were trying to believe in yourself and to trust yourself and to keep your promises that you've made to yourself. And then you can look back at it and say, you know, maybe I should have said yes and I'm sorry. That's growth too. Whatever it is, even if you're wrong, guys, dare to believe that you can make good choices. You might not do it perfectly, but you're going to keep growing. So I guess that's my challenge today. 
what do you need to say no to? Um, maybe you need to talk to a friend and find out who's supporting you, who's not your friend. Maybe you need to say no to a commitment. Maybe you need to say no to yourself for something. Um, whatever it is, you guys. Every no that you give something is not unloving. You guys, no is love. I have to tell you this. God tells me no, and he tells you no all the time. If we were able to process no as love as much as it hurts sometimes, I bet you we might get a little more fortitude in the darkness. When winter finally does come, we can trust that that no means yes in another way. That no means yes later. Well, there you have it, friends. That's it for today. Don't forget to circle back. We'll release one new episode every week here on Growth Season. Don't forget, guys, share this. Maybe you're not somebody who's going through the stuff that we talked about today, but you know someone who is. We can all use a little bit of help. Share this with someone you know. And don't forget to leave us a review. Tell us how we can improve for you. We want to provide the best content, uh, things that pertain to your life and that will help you in your growth season. Leave those five stars. Talk to us, guys. We're here for you. And until we meet again, don't forget to step out and step into your growth season.